All right, guys, big episode here of the Nordies podcast. We talk about the best weekend in NFL playoff history, hopefully some changes coming for our Minnesota Vikings, and the Wild and Wolves playing the best they have all year. Here we go. Nordy's podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys doing? Uh, cold but good. Ooh, I'm good, man. I'm heating up. Actually, Eric, you? I'm feeling great, and that's because we had the best weekend of football that I can ever remember. And uh, for a world that loves to live in the moment and compare things to the past more favorably than maybe it deserves to be, everyone said the same thing. This was the best weekend of football ever. It was pretty epic. It was epic. Dude, so much fun. I mean, when, so when, when every football game ends in a last-second field goal or a last-second overtime touchdown, it's kind of hard four, to beat that. Kind of hard four, to beat that. Four games ended on the last play of the game. That's pretty crazy. So we will dive all into the NFL's great weekend. But before we do that, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nord East Podcast. Also, subscribe anywhere. So you guys get your favorite podcast and get the Nord East Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for Thank you. All right, guys. What beers are you guys drinking tonight? I'm drinking a Lamo, uh, Great Northern Porter from Summit. Again, I'm lazy and I forgot, like Jim forgot. Uh, I usually Star, Star Trek Into Darkness. I forgot the beer <laughs> this week. Um, so Summit Great Northern Porter. Um, it's a really drinkable porter um, for a really low price. Good and beer for, you know, with the weather, it's a nice beer. I'm, I'm not mad at that. So... Eric and I have the same beer again. Uh, this one is okay. So this is Brewing Project, and it's drank like D R A N K orange drank. Um, this is the first time Eric's trying it. Second time I've tried it. Happy to give one of these to you, Eric. Um, it's fun to drink for a couple sips. What do you think? I wish that I was having a small pour of it. Yeah, like a um, three ounce. I think that a whole can is going to be too much for me. Um, <laughs> I have but, a literally back. I have a black stack whose idea was this pale ale backup because I don't even plan to finish my can. I don't know if I can finish it. Um, it tastes like tang, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's actually really well done for how sugary and sweet it is. Yeah, um, it tastes like a tang beer, and somehow it works. But like, it works in like what I would want in a little tiny pour where I'd have like three sips of it and be like, that was really delicious. This might be the last time I buy Brewing Project. There are a lot. There's a lot of flavors. It's just a lot. They throw everything at the wall, and then it's just like they release it, and they have crazy fun styles, but they're always like not very drinkable, so I don't know. I feel like I have like... I feel like I have like tang powder in my teeth after like three sips. Your smile is a little orange on the video cam. I can already tell you. I need to like brush my teeth after this, but it is tasty. All right, guys. So here we go. We're going to start out with our celebrity Royal Rumble. Guys, this is a huge event for us. We are going to increase it to $600 that we're collecting this year. $10 a person, 60 entries. Last year we did the Royal Rumble. This is the second annual and we raised a couple hundred dollars for charity. It was a lot of fun. But when we were watching it, we realized that there was actually two Royal Rumbles, a women's and a men's, both with 30 people. So this year, why not go big? We're trying to raise a bunch of money for local charities. The winners of each Royal Rumble, randomly drawn on Saturday afternoon, will each get $100. Um, spread the word. Get people to come join us. You guys can Venmo me at Eric-Burtness. And uh, it will be a lot of fun. We're going to have a great time. Last year was fun. Our social media uh, covered the event 
I think my guy lasted like 20 seconds before he got thrown over the top rope. Who knows? It's all a good time. It's all going to be for helping out people in the Twin Cities um, and some good causes. So join us in the Celebrity Royal Rumble this year. Ryan, I think you nailed it with what you said uh, in our last pod. Uh, what else do you have to add to it? No, I, th- I mean, you rigged it for Scott Wilkie last year. So that's, that's the last I mean, person I wanted to do. <laughs> yeah. That's the last person I wanted to do. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm kidding. It's all it's all just like random chance as random chance gets. Like because you're just drawing numbers of like where you know your uh, where the person... predetermined winners and losers will end up. Exactly. And the <laughs> only people that know are like Vince McMahon and a couple of executives at WWE. Um, so it's a lot of fun. Like again, you don't have to know anything or care about wrestling, but just join in, follow us on Instagram yeah. for like live updates. Um, and then you could probably watch it like, you know, not telling you, you don't even have to, to like, you no, can enter like, it without saying, having to pay for the pay-per-view and watch it. You don't have to pay yeah. for it. Or, yeah. Cause we'll just like, we'll keep you updated no, no, no. on social media right, and then you can find out if you want I'm to. Saying, no, I'm saying find an illegal stream somewhere on Reddit. Oh, and man, yeah. I'm going to tell you, it, they got purchased by Comcast or by okay. Peacock or okay. whatever. Like yeah. if you have Peacock, it's on your Xfinity. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. So if you have Peacock, which most people have, wait, but I um, have I have Peacock because I have Xfinity. So does it work in reverse then? I believe so. Yeah, I think like people who have Xfinity, it was purchased by Peacock, I guess, or whoever that is. What is that? NBC. 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 Yeah, yeah. So which is Universal, bought, which is also owns. It's a Comcast. It is Comcast. Yeah. So they bought the rights of the WWE Network. So I don't. I've never tried it, but you can. I'm pretty sure you can watch it on Xfinity. Like that's crazy. As like part of your service, no, so it's, it a, it's a pay per view event, Eric. No, I'm serious, dude. I'm pretty sure you can just watch it on Xfinity. Well, if that's the case, to... if that's the case, I'm watching the whole damn thing. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try to look it up while we're doing our pod and give you guys an update. I'm sorry if I got someone excited and I was wrong, but I'm pretty sure if you have Xfinity now, you can watch it, and it's gonna be fun. It will all be for a great cause. Um, just pay attention to our social media over the next few days. Um, to make sure you get a spot. It's limited to 60 people. And uh, last year, the people who were in it had a lot, a lot of fun. So um, join us, send that in, get a, get your spot saved as soon as possible. And uh, it's going to be a really fun time uh, raising some money and betting on some good old-fashioned wrath. Okay, Eric, sorry. Uh, first wait. thing I pulled up was the Royal Rumble will be live on Peacock in the United States. Yes. Hey. Let's go. Live on Peacock. I'm watching it now. I can't even wait. That's cool. I was going to so pay that, for it just to watch it. Now I'm going to watch it for free. It's going to feel so good. That's even So that better. will be Saturday, January 29th at 7 p.m. Central Time. The Royal Rumble will begin. And Eric and I'm probably Adam, Laura, probably, somebody. That's a really bad time because isn't that? No, Sunday is the football game. Yeah, there's only two. Yeah. There's only two on Sunday. Dude, WWE is not that stupid. They wouldn't be like, let's compete with football. Yeah, um, yeah That's the same demo. Yeah. Like, think about the Venn diagram <laughs> oh, yeah. on that. Yeah. Um, it's so a circle. Eric and maybe Adam, Laura, somebody, what you guys will be updating everyone that entered via social media yeah. slash Instagram on where we're at. So I will be posting everyone's stuff. So it'll be good. Good to go. All right, yeah, guys. Wait. So let's dive into this episode of uh, our sports cast. We're going to start with former twin, Big Poppy. David Ortiz makes the Hall of Fame, uh, which is great. We like Big Poppy, even though he didn't pop off while he was here in Minnesota. But he went on to have a great career in Boston. Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens did not make the... And somehow and Alex Rodriguez... 
Alex forever. Rodriguez was like last in voting. Why? See, this baseball is so dumb. So I stupid. I don't need to not have Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens and A-Rod in the Hall of Fame. They should all be in the Hall of Fame. They're all Hall of Fame players. And I don't care that they cheated. I like say they cheated. Like we all know that. I they're always like put an asterisk on their thing. I'm like, I don't even fucking need that. I know. No, they were like, all cheating. So, Everybody was cheating. And they're so worried that like some kid and his grandpa are gonna go to where's the Hall of Fame? Cooperstown. Cooperstown. Some kid and his grandpa are gonna go to Cooperstown and they're gonna be walking around and they're gonna see a plaque of A-Rod and Barry Bonds, and then they're gonna be like, Oh my god, grandpa, what a great player. And their grandpa won't know because there's not an asterisk on the thing to say <laughs> that they cheated. That oh my god, oh how terrible this is. I do not care. It should be like a fucking museum. Archie Bunker was a race piece of shit, but his chair is in the Smithsonian. And that's okay because it's a piece right. of Americana. Because it's his history. history, right? And like, you know, the story, it can be on the plaque. That like, I, you know, despite controversy with their, you know, drug use, they did, they were suspended this year, but their their contribution to the sport is undeniable. I don't need, like, <laughs> it was kind of like even a museum. They're like, ugh, we well, got to take everything about Hitler out of the museum. It's like, no, we probably need more Hitler shit in the fucking music. But Eric, you're not thinking about this through the lens of the fucking pious pile of garbage, 75-year-old baseball sports writer from Boston who feels like it's his duty, it's his duty to protect the Hall of Fame with all right. that he holds dear, even though he would have voted for Babe Ruth, who was like a drunkard, like overweight pile of garbage. And Do they know that the world could end like any day at this point? I mean, seriously, are they like thinking, what about 300 years from now? We don't want too many people in the Hall of Fame. Dude, let's just get them in, man. These are some no. of the greatest people of the last 100 years. And and I've said this before, too. Are any of them giving back the money that they made from the columns they wrote during like the great home run chase between Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa? Like, are they giving that? Be like, you know what? That was tainted by the steroid era. I'm going to send my year's salary back for that year because that doesn't count. Like, no, none of them are fucking doing that. They all wrote, oh, this is the greatest moment in baseball history and yep. blah, blah, blah. And they wrote books and everything and all that stuff. So this all is I know all is just that like, Ryan, that was unfair. That was unfair of you to cut me off right after I said, we need more Hitler stuff in museums. And that was the last <laughs> word that I got. To no, you expounded. I was like, yeah, we need to have more Hitler stuff in museums. Then I just never spoke again. Um, no, I, I, guys, I, I figured, I thought maybe depending on where you were going, maybe that was a good time to cut you off. I didn't know what was coming after that. So <laughs> no guys, I'm a history teacher. I just think like we need to learn the good, the bad and the ugly. And there should be no difference in baseball. Like we need to see the things that were wrong with the game and the steroid era, whether people want to admit it or not, was a big part of baseball. And it the was a big part, part of baseball. baseball. Not, not only talk. not only a big part of it, but also encouraged, ignored, a blind eye turned toward, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Baseball didn't care. Ratings were up after the strike. How many fucking reviews do we need to have on, on podcast app? Uh, to have a vote for the Baseball Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> a lot I more. I want to give it to Ryan. Ryan, you could have the oh, vote. Ryan more, absolutely deserves More it. than Rotten Tomatoes, that's for sure. Ryan oh, yeah. would be like, Corey Kosky, yes. Yeah. Brad Radke. No, never. Yes. I would just be like, yes, Mark McGuire. Yes, Sammy Sosa. Yes, Barry Bonds. Absolutely. All of them across the board. Did you guys, did you guys like baseball more when they were just socking dingers left and right? Yes. I did. 
Of course. Everybody does. So much attention to all this home run shit. Ken Griffey Jr., Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds, A-Rod. I was watching that shit like crazy. Like, I thought that was the most exciting thing ever. And as soon as that went away, I think that my love of baseball dropped a little bit. too. Well, let me Bring ask you, um, what was more fun? When the Twins set the record for most home runs in a season uh, or uh, not doing that? Um, no, that's really fun. I love when they're just mashing the ball, like just random dudes. Like everybody on the team was like, everybody, everybody hits thirty homers. Let's go! It's much more fun. Who cares? And now they're like, oh, it's the dead ball, Aaron Christ, kill me, just kill me. All right, let's move on. I'm getting upset. Yeah, I'm getting upset. All right, guys. Next up, John Stockton to keep us upset is suspended from Gonzaga. His Gonzaga basketball tickets. He's maybe the most famous Gonzaga player until Jalen Suggs and. Um, Chet Holmgren surpass him. Uh, the Adam, famous... Adam Morrison? I... I've never heard of that name, and I've definitely heard of John Stockton, so let me John be the Stockton, on this one. fucking lunatic at this point. He's been suspended for refusing to wear a mask, even at the games, even though they have a mandate to do that. He has to do it. He refuses to. They suspended his tickets. He went on this big fucking thing about how 150 professional athletes have died from getting the COVID vaccine. That didn't happen. Can we no. name names? <laughs> he said, he said I, I haven't heard of a one. I he mean, said 150 athletes have dropped dead on the field or the pitch since getting the COVID vaccine. 150 already. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, is he going to try and lump Christian Erickson into that? Like somehow? I don't know. You guys are fucking lunatic. He's Loony. just Yeah. Guys, the one of what shouldn't be a fucking As if Utah needed more bad press. You know what people need to think about here, and I hope like I'm sorry. I, I like to make snarky fucking political comments and be an asshole sometimes, but this should not be an asshole comment. Nothing should be more unifying than like a great danger to us as human beings, like a fucking global pandemic is. And mm-hmm. it shouldn't be a political issue. There shouldn't be everyone's on different sides. And we have to respect all sides. We should all be fucking united in this. And we should find the best people. If we haven't found them yet, we should find them. If we've already found them, we should trust them. And we should do all the things we can to help the survival of health of all people in, of the human race. And it should be the most uniting shit ever. And somehow it's like a fucking political social media issue at all times. Everyone chill the fuck out. We should be together in this. And I don't want to hear made up shit that this dude said and then was spread on Facebook three million times by people's crazy ass grandma saying 150 pro athletes have dropped dead. And then like a bunch of people will just believe it. Mm-hmm. Peacemaker said it best. What? Facebook lies to me every day? I don't think so. <laughs> All right. That's perfect. Next up, guys, Sean Payton he steps down as the Saints head coach. What a fucking dude. Hilarious. What well, a douchebag. Eric, Leaving- it seems like there's there's got to be a lot of work to do to, to try and restore <laughs> the good name of the city of New Orleans. And I think he's he the man to lead the job. He rebuilt New Orleans, and now he's abandoning New Orleans the moment that they need him. Well, he's abandoning the team because he left them in salary cap hell, but he's going to He's the hero that the city needs, not that they deserve. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Fuck Sean Payton. Good fucking riddance shit. Hilarious. One of, like, the original pod villains, which I do appreciate. I mean, the hatred for Sean Payton goes way back on this pod. It's just wonderful. Guys, what chance is there that Sean Payton becomes the Vikings coach? No, 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 no. Sean Payton joins forces with... Are you ready for this? Mike Zimmer. And they take over the Cowboys. That'd be hilarious. I mean, talk about like villains oh. uniting. That would be perfect. I would oh. love the drama. Mike McCarthy's not fired yet, is he? 
Sean Payton became available. (laughs) Sean Payton, former Cowboys assistant. Mike Zimmer, former Cowboys assistant. They join forces. They get rid of Mike McCarthy. They pay Kellen Moore a ton of money to stay on as the offensive coordinator. Mm, And I would like to see Mike McCarthy go down in flames. I would like to see that. That would be fun. And Jerry Jones gets his just wet dream coaching staff. I think that's going to happen. But hold on. And they still disappoint for... 10 more years to come. I completely I disagree with Jim. I think I would love to see the Cowboys make the decision that they think McCarthy is the better coach and that Sean Payton gets ignored for a job. I think that's what I'd rather see. So is he leaving? But play- I mean, he's not like an old, old guy. I mean, he's probably he said what, he's like retiring. 55? Yeah, he well, that's He doesn't bullshit, plan right? on coaching in 2022, is what he said. I don't plan on coaching you until the Cowboys pay me $10 million a year. He's just leaving because he knows that team is dead in the water. He has, what's his name? Um, Taysom Hill as his top quarterback. And right Trevor now. Simeon. Yeah. yeah. Viking, former Vikings backup. They're doomed. So he will, he will for sure be coaching. He has taken a year off before after he beat the Vikings by cheating with uh, his, uh, what was it called? Bounty game. Bounty. Was that, was that a year off or more of a suspension? I feel like there's a, a I think that's a little bit of a difference in uh, vernacular there. Sean Payton is newly 58 years old. So, um, he's a young young man compared to some professional coaches. Well, but let's still, so. let's let's make a let's let's be serious here for a second. There's what nine head coaching vacancies in the NFL yeah, now that he retired. So, let's say there's eight options for him to go to is there a realistic destination in the short term i think that he's gonna do the thing where he waits i think most likely scenario honestly is that he waits a year and builds a staff and then comes back next year kind of like um gosh what's the what's the bucks coach's name Um, arians yeah yeah he did the same thing you know i think it's like here's a here's a real question try to throw out your biases is he a good coach or not Absolutely. I think would you want him or not? An offensive mastermind. Yeah. I don't. If, I don't. If, if the decision came in in a week that he was our coach, what, how would you feel? I would feel negative about it. Not because I wouldn't like. Eventually, I would come around and be like, I love Sean Payton's whole life. I love the honesty. But like at, at first, I would be really disappointed because he's been such a. <laughs> Such a villain to the Vikings. Yeah. I mean, literally, he played them in multiple big games. He had a fucking year-long suspension for cheating in a game against the Vikings, beating us in our best season we've had in 20 years and winning the Super Bowl that year after we dominated them in that game. He played against us in the Minneapolis Miracle game where he fucking mocked the skull chant to the crowd at the end of the game. And I just got think fucking he's destroyed. Such a villain. I could never imagine him coaching here. He's such a, a villain in, in Vikings history. So I don't mm. want him. I have no interest. I think he's a fucking egomaniac loser douchebag. And he'd be perfect to coach the Cowboys. And I think that will eventually. All right. Perfect. All right. We'll talk more NFL in a little bit. Um, first up, though, Jamaica has a four man bobsled team for the first time in like 20 years or something like that. Ryan, you know what they say Jamaica, we have a bobsled team. <laughs> And we're moving on. That was perfect. We set you up. Is that racist? That. Is that racist that I that I, I did think that? So okay. No. I don't. I don't want to be culturally. I don't want to be appropriating any cultures. That was more a uh, me repeating the line that was done from Cool Running in the movie. Yeah. yeah, I think you're over. You're overthinking it. But uh, yeah, I'm not excited for the Olympics at all. Are you guys? No. Of course, okay. USA, USA. The only thing I like about the Winter Olympics is say, 
Oh, 23 Minnesotans are on the U.S. Yes. Winter Olympic. That's, That's one of the cool. things I like. For, like I watch for like all all of them somehow on the curling team. Yeah. Now there's some skiers. Like I some hockey players maybe. There's some hockey skiers players. Well, actually, I don't think any of the hockey the NHL no, it's, players. It's are all going. young guys. Yeah, we have snow, guys. but no mountains, so we don't really have any reason to be good at sliding on on snow. Well, a lot we of got, reasons to be sliding on ice. That's good. We got Jesse Diggins, who's a uh, Minnesota born and bred. Um, cross country skier, first cross country skiing there you go. gold land. medalist in from Team USA in the Olympic history. So, and she's going for right, that's cool for repeat gold. So, Mike Jesse Diggins, Mike, Jesse Diggins, Mike yeah, Zimmer yeah. actually brought her in prior to one of the seasons to talk about like what it, like the commitment that it takes to win and things like that. And when you've never won something, when you you've won something where you know you've always been like the underdog. Was kind of a cool thing, but also Mike Zimmer's a douche. So also didn't work, but that's yeah. cool. Anyway, so yeah, let's go Olympics. I want to watch. I want to make. Right. I want to like bribe Eric to watch the. That's my. Goal. I definitely get more hyped as the marketing starts to work on me. It's early for me to be hyped. <laughs> you got to get. Some I need bo- NBC you need, you need to start Bob- showing me why I should care. You need some Bob Costas like voiceovers on some montages. Oh, chills. Yeah. 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 Then I'll care. All right, guys. Uh, next up, robot umpires are heading to AAA. They should just Good. have robot umpires for all baseball. Well, it's for balls and all strikes. Sports? It's for balls and strikes. Umpires what? are like so infuriating. Like if they could just prove to me that they were right or wrong on every call, I would just never like have to blame my team's failures on the follies of of people who can't watch twenty two people or eleven people or even two people at the same time by no fault of their own because I can't. I can't see shit when I watch sports. <laughs> like when people are like, "Ah, oh, the ball!" I'm like, "How do you fucking know?" I'm like watching on TV, and I have no. So yeah. it's impossible to expect human beings to make all these in real time. Um, and I think robots sound great. So, well, I think, Bravo, I think this is a win actually for the umpires in general because then we don't have this constant discussion of like, "Well, the strike zone was a little bit outside today, or it was a little bit inside today, or it was a little bit high today," and he was. And mm-hmm. in the first four innings, he gave that low and outside pitch, and now he's not giving it anymore. But they keep throwing it there. So, like, this eliminates all of that, and it's just going to be like, the strike sounds exactly the same for everybody every day at every park, for every pitcher, yeah. for every catcher. Like, there's no framing pitches. There's no, like, oh, the, you know, well, the umpire really likes this pitcher and always gives them strikes. It's making it completely arbitrary. Yeah. Like, there's enough variables in in baseball, right? I mean, there's every field is different. Why? What's that about? There's a field that you can hit like one ball and it lands like 40 feet, you know, out of bound, like in the you know home run. The next one hits the wall. So there's enough like variables in the weather, the weather, right? I mean, how hungover are these players? They don't take their jobs that seriously. They play every day. They're getting drunk. If there's not variables. You don't need to add that. I agree. This is good. This is good. My favorite thing about baseball is like a like a Tuesday, like noon game in like July. If you ever go to a game or watch a game like that, no one gives a fuck. The players and the umps and everyone involved have one goal and one goal only. Get this shit over in two hours. And everything a strike. No one bitches. They literally just go through as fast as they can, go through the motions. Because the game doesn't matter because they play 400 games a season. They don't care. Like I've been to a game at, in the middle of the summer. It's like, it's and it's usually July. Wednesdays. So like Tuesdays is usually night games, but like the Wednesday game is like oh. clear the benches, 
of the guys that don't normally play. And so they like yeah. people call strike three and they're like, well, that was probably, strike. I don't, I, I don't have enough clout in here to even argue with them. <laughs> Just head back to the bench. Yeah. The whole game, the whole game takes two hours and 15 minutes. And like a big, like Saturday or Sunday night game takes like four three hours. and a half yeah. hours, four hours. <laughs> like, like there's such different sporting events, but they count the same. It's, and it's they just, count the same. Yeah. All right, guys, other news. The wild are pumping in goals. They're just a dominant home team. They scored, uh, what, eight goals, was it? Eight to two. Uh, yesterday. Yeah. Against a bad Montreal team that lost the Stanley Cup last year, and now it's terrible. Um, but uh, massive point streaks by Kaprizov, who has 100 points in 92 games. Jesus. Which is really cool. Um, he's fantastic. His slow start to the season is just an absolute afterthought at this point, um, as he's been just killing it. Um, Zuccarello, who plays with him, has a like ten point games, ten game point streak. Um, Hartman has a long streak. I mean, these guys are absolutely killing it. Uh, I think the Wild are a trade away from being serious Cup contender. The only problem is they're going to have to go through Colorado um, to get there, and that will most likely be on the road. So um, it's not a done deal that they're going to get to the Cup or even to the the conference finals, but I do think that this is maybe the best team we've ever had. Like, is that a crazy thing to say? No, it's a weird variation of the plan A and plan B. Like this is, this is plan C, which we've never encountered in 15 years. So plan C is like, is like every couple of weeks we cool off because of COVID. <laughs> right. Yeah. But like, we drop a couple games. we're pretty sick. I was actually kind of nervous, you know, coming out of that like cooling period when we came back, we hadn't really technically won a game in weeks. Yeah, weeks. And we had dropped a couple, and now we're just like, no, nope, don't worry about it. We're pouring in goals. Um, maybe we're scoring more, and our defense is better. Maybe. Well, it's weird because, like, at least when I look at the lines, like Cam Talbot got injured, and all of a sudden, like Kakinen came in, and the team got kind of instantly better defensively. Um, so again, goaltending, the ultimate arbiter in hockey. And also mm-hmm. like the most frustrating thing ever, because the team that's skating around and shooting and passing could be fantastic. And your goalie has like a little bit of the yips, right? A little bit of a confidence problem and you're fucked. So mm-hmm. um, hopefully the wild figure out the, the goaltending issues and we get Spurgeon back um, and healthy our captain. Yeah, let's go. I think it's uh it's going to be a fun run towards the end of the season for this wild team. Dude, All we're right. going to the Stanley. We're going to the finals. We're going to the finals. I don't know if we're going to win. That's my prediction right now. I like that. I'm going to go with it. Let's just let's go all in on the wild. I'm in. All right, uh, <laughs> guys. It's time to move on to the NFL. Um, lots of Vikings news to start out with. It looks as if Kwesi Adolfo Mensa, um, an analytics guy from the Brown, is going to be the next of the Vikings. It looks all but confirmed. They had two finalists, Ryan Poles uh, from Kansas City and Kwesi Adolfo Mensa from the Browns. For the two finalists, Poles signed with the Bears today as their GM. A lot of Vikings fans wanted him. He was kind of like the big name. But what I will say is that it was two totally different candidates, okay? So Poles is a long-time, I believe, player and then scout in the NFL. Um, a, kind of a similar guy to, like, Rick Spielman. And what he was he drafted is, by the Bears, right? I don't know. No, he, was an, he has some history with the Bears. He was an undrafted free agent, I think, with the Bears. So he ma- signed with the Bears? Yeah, he made the team. Um, and I don't think he had that long of a playing career. I think it was, like, he yeah. was, like, 25 when he joined whatever scouting department. Um, so he, he goes to the bears. This leaves the only other finalist 
as Adolfo Mensa, who is like a, I don't know, like one of those like super crazy multiple Ivy League school grads who worked in, you know, big banking companies in New York before moving over to the NFL for the last 10 years. He's like an analytics genius who is a money ball kind of guy who, you know, uses analytics to find deals in the market. I think this is a big change for the Vikings. and I think it's going to be a healthy one. Mm. Um, these things, when these guys do it well, I think it usually works out pretty well. Um, I think this is great. And another thing is, you know, a man of color getting a big, important job in the NFL. Hell yeah. Um, we shouldn't have to mention that as a story. Like, it shouldn't have to be like three white guys on a podcast mention that a man of color gets a job in the NFL that he deserved very much. But it, mm-hmm. it, the sad truth is that that ha- is a news story, and it continues to be. It looks like Byron Leftwich is getting a job as a coach in the NFL with the Jaguars. That's the latest okay. news there. And hopefully a few more uh, guys, uh, you know, men of color will get jobs and as head coaches as well. Um, but this thing is, hasn't happened enough in the NFL. And for a, a sport that's so predominantly black with so many star players that are black, for the ownership to have all white guys and for, you know, GMs and coaches to be so predominantly white, it isn't right. And so yeah. I think that the Vikings as a model franchise, and I mean that, I know they've never won a Super Bowl, but I do think that they – run things really well. I think the Wilfs are really good owners. This is something that obviously seems important to them because they've brought in a lot of, you know, people of color and even yeah. women to interview for these jobs. And so I'm excited about this hiring. I think it's going to be a really good one for the team. And he does have some history with some of the coaches, uh, most notably D'Amico Ryans, the D coordinator from the Niners, who um, is a kind of a flavor of the week right now. Uh, Kevin O'Connell, the offensive coordinator, from the Rams. I'm very interested in him. He's probably one of the two guys I want the most. Um, and then Jim Harbaugh, who was the coach. No, John, John, Jim, Jim Harbaugh. Jim is the Michigan. Jim Harbaugh was the head coach of the Niners when Questy was the, was like a analytics guy for them in their front office. So he is history with three candidates that the Vikings are interested in. Um, I think that if I could pick a final three, I would want it to be D'Amico Ryans, um, Raheem Morris, the coordinator for the Rams, and Kevin O'Connell, the, the O coordinator for the Rams. That would be my final three guys. I would take either one of the Rams guys, honestly. Yeah. I, and that, that's that's, where that's knowing nothing about them. Like, I mean, we, we, we pretend as fans that like, oh, yeah, I would love to have this person. But you, you don't really know them as a human being, as a coach, what they're like outside of the locker room, et cetera, et cetera. So – um, hopefully the Wilfs uh, take this seriously. We saw the um, Instagram video of some gal camping outside of Winter Park, what have you. I don't know where this was. Some Vikings mm-hmm. facility, and you could hear it like a secretary. I, I'm just I'm paraphrasing of like what their job title is, saying, "Yeah, I'll go ahead and cancel." Somebody that walks somebody out of the building, anyways. Like, yeah. I'll go ahead and cancel your flight. As, as yeah. he was leaving the Viking facilities, whatever they were. And it's sort of like, I'm good with that. Let's go. Let's, let's, let's get a fresh look at this. Let's not have Just, this. I like, mean, I don't want to, I don't want a football guy. That's like, Oh, my instincts say that this guy can play. I, I don't want that. I want some more mm-hmm. hard data. Reasons. I want some analytics. I, I mean, want- okay. So I get his analytics, but like, what has the, what have the Browns done? I mean, they've improved, but like, are they, I mean, I get it. Like, Okay, everybody under the Rams, everybody under obviously KC. These are hot ticket, hot jobs like the Browns. 
Well, the so Browns. The, so, so there's, there's who we want to grab people from. The NFL is one of the more unique leagues in that how much influence ownership has in personnel decision making. And I think the Wilfs probably do a much better job than Jimmy Haslam does for the Browns of having the finger on the pulse. Like Haslam is the one who said to, I forget who was the GM at the time, you're drafting Manziel. And that was it. Like, mm. regardless of whether, like, dude, we got red flags. Like he's got a partying issue. Like he's never going to stick around. And Haslam was like, you drafting Manziel. We want Johnny football in Cleveland. So the GM's hands were wow. tied. And so I feel like if you come to Minnesota, the Wolves are kind of in the background. Like maybe they may, I don't know, maybe they make phone calls down to the GM booth. I have no idea. Uh, but he's, they don't seem like Jerry Jones. They don't seem like Jimmy Haslam type of people. Yeah. So I feel like if you came here and he was given the freedom to make his own personnel, you know, with mostly autonomy, then that's a different situation. Here's his background. So he's only 40 years old. Um, in his 20s, he worked, he worked as an associate portfolio manager at Taylor Woods Capital and was the vice president slash executive director at Credit Suisse, Suisse. or something. Yeah. Commodities trader prior to joining the NFL in 2013. They say he's as smart as they come. He owns a bachelor's degree in economics from Princeton and a master's degree in economics from Stanford. He was hired by the 49ers as the manager of football research. And four years later, he was running the department. Um, and then he was hired by uh, Brown's GM, Andrew Barry, two years ago, who's like a very respected GM right now in the NFL. And he was the vice president of football operations for the Browns. So okay. he's like a rising star. He's just rising, rising. That was a pit stop for him. Got it. Yeah. And so okay. I think that Thank was you. like a, a pit stop on his way to being a GM. So I think he's a big deal. I think um, right from the get-go, a lot of um, of the accounts that I follow and, and uh, you know, respect really liked him from the very first minutes. They thought he cool. was like the name to look at. So I think this would be great. It'll be fun to see where they go with head coach. That's got to be next. Hopefully they lock this up. Uh, hopefully by the time you're listening to this, Questy is the new GM of the Vikings and a coach will be uh, done in this week or so. So let's move on to another rumor quickly. A lot of uh, uh, smoke before the fire with a uh, sleeper team uh, being the Vikings in the chase for Deshaun Watson, the quarterback from the Houston Texans. Now, I don't want to be insensitive when I talk about this because mm-hmm. he has a lot of claims of se- sexual misconduct and harassment against him, uh, which are obviously things that I, I can't get yeah. behind. Um, but <laughs> I was going to say, don't say but. Don't say but. That was the hardest but to ever say. Well, here's the thing. He has all this horrible behavior in a very specific, weird, kinky, <laughs> like niche way yeah. where he like, I have this thing where I invite masseuses over and then I try to get them to jerk me off. I guess that's yeah. his thing. Um, yeah. Stop doing that. That is harassment. You're not special. You're just a like, you know, a harasser. Get over it. And maybe you can rejoin society at some point. I think that what's going to happen here is he's going to get suspended and he's going to lose $15 million, not including all the endorsements. It's going to be a severe punishment for him. And I'm hoping that um, through a civil court that some of these women who've had their life altered and have been ra- ra- harassed um, can find some peace and hopefully some kind of financial windfall as well. Of course. Having said that, Deshaun Watson is going to be a quarterback in the NFL again. And he is really good. I'm curious because I, I feel like I've been running through this question a lot in my mind. 
I want to win football games, but I also want to be a good organizer. Can mm-hmm. you do both and have Deshaun Watson as your quarterback? I don't think so. And I don't think you can. No, I don't, I don't think, think so. you can. So would you guys be actively against Deshaun Watson coming? Yeah. You think think so. so here's here's the thing. If I would be lying if I said after Michael Vick's uh, dog fighting stuff all played out and uh, he did his jail time and the Vikings wanted to sign him and we had the opportunity to sign him and he had, had he had the opportunity to make things right, I would have loved it. Like I would have been behind it and a lot of people would have been mm-hmm. against it. And I would have said, you know what? He paid his time. Um, he's going to be, wor- that. Do you- he's going to be, he's going to be working towards yeah. like making everything right. He's going to be working with the humane society and, you know, like taking care of dogs and all that stuff. Now I'm not trying, this is to, worse, right? I'm not trying to no, but I'm not trying to say that uh, dogs lives are worth less than humans. But when someone is doing something like this repeatedly, and I'm not going to call it sexual assault, but it's like borderline. Um, I feel like that's worse. And mm-hmm. just because he's able to settle out of court, that doesn't excuse. Like he basically got off with a slap in the wrist. So I don't think he I got would, off because he's rich. We get yeah, that. I don't think I would feel and the his same. Lawyer's a psycho. I don't feel like I would feel the same way about Deshaun Watson as I did about as I would about Michael Vick. Yeah, I'd rather see Sean Payton as the head coach than Deshaun Watson as a QB. <clears throat> that being said, he will play somewhere. And some fan base is going to have to get used to the idea. Um, he will not like just come in and be like, yeah, guess what? I'm going to throw touchdowns and assault women. You know what I mean? It's going to be like, dude, I, these are the steps I've taken. These are the things I'm doing. And if that comes across as genuine, everybody deserves a second chance. Everybody deserves uh, forgiveness. And so I'm not going to close my mind to the idea that he could be our QB and be you know, well-loved at some point in his career. But, dude, you can't just, like, drop him in and be like, yep, cheer for this guy. True. All right, guys, let's move on. Hold from, on, Eric, uh, what's your thoughts? Um, can they be both? Or can you do both? I think that, Want to win I think that, like, I think that you can rehabilitate your, your yourself and your reputation, and you'd have to take some serious steps and maybe, like, make some big financial contributions. Yeah, but do, 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 you, do you forgive Ben Roethlisberger? Um, I th- no, not really. No. So then, why would you do anything? <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of the same deal. But, but it could be handled I, differently. I mean, I just there's no way I can talk about this and like. No, I, no, I, no. We have I, we have no perspective. Like none of us. I know. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, think I'm. I think I'm going down in flames if I if I go on or something. I just don't think. I don't think if you're going to say whatever it is that you want to about Ben Roethlisberger, you need to hold Deshaun Watson to the same same standard. And I guess I really hate Ben Roethlisberger, but like if I would have had an opportunity to have him as our quarterback, I probably would have had him. But that's before. the problem with like the sport of the of football, it is. right? It's you know, terrible. Yeah. Awful. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry, listeners. I, you're I'm usually really sad. you're okay. usually better than that. <laughs> I'm kind of. I really want a Vikings championship. I'm sorry, no, everyone. Yeah, that, at, now that's fair. You're you're willing to <laughs> sell that. your we soul for <laughs> yeah. No, I probably am. All right, guys. Playoffs, the best weekend ever in the playoffs. We need to talk about something good now. Um, let's start with Chiefs-Bills. I think Chiefs-Bills was like the best game I've ever watched in life. This game was fucking crazy. No one lost this game. The Chiefs won it, but I don't think the Bills lost it. Josh Allen was an absolute superhero. Uh, Mahomes is the most talented quarterback of all time. These guys duked it out like maybe no quarterbacks ever have. It just, the Bills eventually just didn't get the ball back. Well, but the Bills blew it with the kickoff with 13 mm-hmm. seconds. Oh, no, of course they did. But I'm just saying, like, 
this game was – Josh Allen was not the loser of this game. No. He was incredible. Mahomes was incredible. It was so fun to watch. So many – sorry, so many late touchdowns in this game. It was crazy. Um, one of the most memorable sporting events I've ever seen. And so many un, uh, so many uncovered receivers late <laughs> that I've ever seen in any game it ever. Felt to me like the ultimate passing of the torch this weekend as as an old Tom Brady and an old Aaron Rodgers fizzled out in the playoffs. Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes put on a show for the ages and said, We are the future of the quarterback position and the NFL. And I just, I just adored the whole game. I thought it was just a beautiful sporting event. It was so crazy. I was like yelling at my TV and I wasn't a fan of either of these teams. I was hoping that the Bills would pull it off, but mm-hmm. I wasn't passionately cheering for the Bills. I just, I, I, I guess my favorite thing is if it's not the Packers and it's not the Vikings, I guess I just want to watch great sporting just, events. Just fun, a lot of fun football. And that's what, yeah, for sure. Uh, the other fun game was the Saturday night game, 49ers and the Packers. We hate the Packers here, of course. It's kind of sucks that like I get so much joy cheering against the Packers instead of cheering for the Vikings. And I know hey, every hey, Packer. Eric, fan... it's not equal. It's no. not, it, but it is like eighty twenty. Eric, that, but that, I, I did really love this. That's okay. It's okay. It is. It is. This game was crazy. Literally, the the Packers scored on their first drive Dude, of the game. Hey, no offense scored again. Yeah. How bad did they Vikings the game? They Vikings uh, the game. Yeah, like, they really did. The world beater. He actually looked like Kirk Cousins out there. The world beater first opening drive. Like, oh, my God, they're going to hang 45 on the 49ers. This game is already over. Nope. And then they did shit. Oh, I thought that this game was a blowout early in the game. They never scored again. They had a horrible second half. I think it was 58 yards in the second half. They have a field goal blocked right before the half. They have a punt blocked for a touchdown in the final five minutes to tie the game up. Um, you know. How wild was that? This, was, this game was a lot less less fun, but wonderful result. Obviously, like, it was this game so, wasn't fun to watch. It was kind of just like no, it was a, teams it was like a snooze, the bed and, It was a snooze fest yeah. till the fourth quarter. Yeah. Do you guys think that this is the end of Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay? Absolutely. Hell yeah, dude, dude. He said as much, which is hilarious. His whole tenure there, he gets a championship, which obviously we would die for, but um, only one. I mean, it is kind of like telling of the whole organization. And what if, what if he leaves and the Packers are like the new Lions for like 10 years? I mean, how great would that be? It would be great, but their coach is so damn good. I think they'll need a... I know, but just what if. Yeah, but they're, they're, good they're in salary cap hell, man. They're, they're going to be in trouble. Yeah, but this is the thing that everyone keeps saying, they're in salary cap hell, but they owe, they're like $44 million over the cap and Aaron Rodgers' cap hit is like $42 million. It's like... They get rid of Aaron Rodgers and they're like back to zero. They restructure well, but, a few contracts. No, but like Devontae is a free agent. Like he's, I mean, you know what I mean? Like there's, well, yeah. there's a lot of moving pieces. Well, that was A-Rodgers quote. He's like, a lot of guys are in free agency. I don't want to play here if it's going to be part of a rebuild. Well, then you're gone. You're leaving. Um, I thought overall uh, this game made me really happy. Uh, the other, other NFC game um, was the end of maybe Tom Brady's career. Uh, which was also a crazy game. It was 27 to three. It made me rethink Raheem Morris a little bit, who I just said was one of my finalists for the Vikings job in my mind. Um, mm. He was part of the 28-3 loss from the Falcons to the Patriots in the Super Bowl to Tom Brady. And this time he almost blew the 27 to three lead with the Rams. So wow. that made me rethink him a little bit, but um, the Rams were fantastic for most of this game. They had everything that could possibly go wrong went wrong for them in the second half. Yeah, I half. wouldn't necessarily blame the Rams' defense on that because no. Sean McVay couldn't get anything going offensively. Neither could Matt Stafford, and, Aker, and Akers was fumbling. 
And like, I, I was in another group text and they made the joke of like, well, it's a good thing the, the Buccaneers kick deep so that when the Rams fumble, they're closer to the end zone just so they can score another touchdown to keep this close. And they're like, Ryan, don't talk about your other group chats. Oh, I yeah. Like sorry. I don't have other okay. friends. I apologize. Yeah. Thank you. So, uh, Ends up getting tied up late. Matt Stafford hits a long pass. Who I think should be the MVP of the league, Cooper Cup, uh, at the end of the game in a broken coverage against our own guy, which sucks. Uh, Antoine Winfield uh, got beat, but it wasn't his fault. But also not his fault. Shouldn't be a, have a safety covering Cooper Cup in any scenario. Didn't know, didn't know what half the team didn't know what the defense were. It was that they were in. It was a total mess. And uh, he gets free. They spike the ball. They kick a field goal as time expires and win the game to head to the final four. And then the final game, Joe Burrow, who is the next Tom Brady for sure. And the Cincinnati Bengals beat the worst one seed of all time, the Tennessee Titans in a pretty ugly game. Joe Burrow's awesome. That old line stinks. He got sacked nine times. Uh, they're a really yeah. fun story. I don't think they can win the Super Bowl, um, but who cares? Cause Joe Burrow's here to stay. Jamar Chase is here to stay. It's a really fun team. And the whole country is going to be cheering against Brittany and Jackson Mahomes, whatever, Brittany, whoever, and Jackson Mahomes, the least like people in all of sports currently. Um, did you see Wait, that? Wait, so, okay, so Brittany is Jackson Mahomes' wife or something? Or girlfriend or something. Okay, I heard about this, but I, I didn't uh, understand it. Okay, so now we it. also don't like his girlfriend? Oh, they're just horrible. Yikes. She was like spraying champagne at people in like freezing cold weather. Is like, he the one? Girl. He's the one that berated the restaurant and like got yeah. destroyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. TikTok, on, TikTok boy loves the dances, loves the you know the, the Fortnite dances on all that. Like twenty, like his number on the field. If you remember that, and everyone fucking hated him for it. It was like a roped off Sean Taylor number and Jackson oh Holmes yeah 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 the number and danced on it was doing the loser sign and stuff and people were like fuck you man like dude's yeah, dead so, like, give a shit. um everybody hates him everyone's gonna be cheering for joe burrow this weekend um who do you guys have in the games it, Bengals at chiefs and uh niners at rams i mean how are you gonna pick against the chiefs rams and chiefs whatever yeah, i mean yeah. how are you i don't know how you're gonna pick against the chiefs um the only one i'm concerned about i think is uh the rams I don't trust Matt Stafford. We saw what he did when, like, the pressure wasn't even on, and he took a shit for most of a quarter. Um, but, like, do you support? <clears throat> would you be happy to see him find success? I'm cheering. I'm cheering for the anyone but the Chiefs. I think. Yeah. Um. I I have no issue with the Rams. Actually, I like McVay. I have no issue with Stafford. I think his wife is a psycho, but whatever. Oh, really? Didn't know about that. She's like a big anti-vaxxer, but okay. um, I have no issue with Stafford. I have no issue with, with the Rams. Um, I have no issue with the Niners. I actually like most of them. I, I like, obviously, Joe Burrow, and it'd be cool to see the Bengals. I, it's not that I hate the Chiefs. It's just like they're going to be so good, and in so many Super Bowls, they're just going to become the Patriots. You know, you're just going to dislike them. Yeah. Three straight Super Bowls for them, four straight AFC finals. Kansas guy. Personally, so I think if I'm anti Casey at this point, if the Niners beat um, the Rams, I'm all in on D'Amico Ryan. Like, I hope I would love to have him as and the the Niners have beat the Rams six straight times. Yeah, six straight times. They have their number twice this season. It's kind of hard to do. Number. I think that the Rams are are the healthier team, and so I think the Rams are going to win this game, a good game, and I think the Chiefs are going to beat the Bengals pretty handily, and we are going to get the best Super Bowl that we could get. Um, the Chiefs and the Rams. I think that's an amazing... The count, my only counterpoint would be Kyle Shanahan 
has coached the team in these situations. Jimmy G's been in these situations. Matt Stafford has never even been close to these. This um, has to be the, as far as he's ever gotten in the playoffs. Oh, like he's never a lot, won a right? playoff game before. Whoa! So I I don't so I think that maybe the pressure might be on a little bit for him. Um, I think they're the more offensively talented team. Um, but I don't trust Matt Stafford. So I would, I would, if I had to, so you trust if, G? well, but like, I would trust, I, no, but I would trust George Kittle. I would trust Ayuk. I would trust Debo Samuel. I would trust, uh, the 49ers defense a lot more than I would want to trust Matt Stafford. If I had to bet the farm on, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm so, right or wrong. All I'm saying is Stafford's never been in this, in this situation before. He's never won a playoff game before. He got very lucky in beating the Bucks, and so I, I'm not sure that he's quite prepared for the moment. That's all I'm saying. So who, so I'm going. I think the Rams win. Jim, you think the Rams win? I'm going to yep. go. I'm going to go 49ers, and I'm going to go Chiefs. Sweet. And we're all going Chiefs. Yep. Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs. All right, guys. So Eric, I have, a, I have one quick football question. Yeah. Would yeah. you rather have Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson? Ooh, you fucked yeah, him up, dude. I've been talking a lot about this. I said that if I could have any three offensive players in, in the NFL, non-quarterback offensive players, my three guys would be Samuel, Jefferson, Chase. I think they're the three best, youngest guys. I'm not saying they're the best players currently, but they're much younger than Hill or Adams or I wouldn't want any running back. Um, I, I think, like, what's that saying about, like, the the one you know is better than the one you don't know or whatever? I think I'd rather have Jefferson. I mean, we know him. The devil you know. Yeah, I, I love I love Jefferson. I think I'd stick with him. Both of them are just unbelievably good. Um, I don't. I, you couldn't go wrong. I mean, they're the two, those are the three guys: Samuel, Jefferson, and Chase. The three of them are just absolutely in a league of their own for young players. I think I'll stick with Jefferson, but you know, I wouldn't be sad with any of them. No, I. I... I don't think there's a wrong answer between Jefferson and Chase. They they both have different like features. Um, anyway, I also love the talk about how they're like, oh, Debo Samuel is reinventing the position of wide receiver because he can play running back and catch the ball. I'm like, dude, Percy Harvin was doing this like 10 years ago. Where he's is like it? bigger Percy Harvin. He, mm-hmm. I think he's taller, but Percy Harvin Percy was, was pretty fucking big, huge. Like he was yeah. a stacked dude. Um but anyway, I always I find that funny. They're like, "Oh, he's a receiving back," and it's like, eh, "Well, Percy did that too. Like Percy was taking like sweeps and and running the ball, not necessarily like maybe up the gut." But anyway, I find that funny. So they have Percy Harvin listed at five eleven, one hundred and eighty five pounds, and they have bad. and they have Debo Samuel at five eleven, two hundred and holy shit. Okay, so he's, he's like way bigger. Percy shit. Harvin, Dude, with I thought- like. I swear Percy was like his arms and his legs were humongous, but maybe no. I think he was Jack, but I think Debo is like a fucking yeah, just okay. on a on a completely different level. Okay, he's fair just enough. An absolute monster. So you can't argue right, with the facts, baby. We'll move on to the Wolves quickly. The Wolves, um, since getting healthy from COVID, have been pretty damn good. So good that they've been the number one offense in the NBA since ever come back. Um, they're trying their hardest tonight when we're recording this to lose to a shitty Portland team. Um, yeah. But if they can win this game, which they never seem to get over the hump and get over 500, um, they finally would be over 500. Well, I hope not. They I don't have, want him to get. My prediction is five hundred. I don't want him to get over. I want him to stay right there. So they've, they've never. Uh, they won. They've already won more games this year than all of last year. Which is mm-hmm. and uh, you know their little their little trio has been fantastic. The only thing that sucks is that I think they thought Beasley was a big piece and he's like bad. Yeah, he's pretty bad. But 
as a nice bonus, Jalen Noel has been fan-fucking-tastic, and he came out of nowhere. He was great in preseason, and then whomever decided to send him down to G League, whatever, but when everybody got COVID, they brought him up. And so now we have him plus everybody back, and we've been great. Six and three since then. Um, number one, I think, I think we're like 15th in defensive, so right in the middle. And, uh, yeah, we're winning games. So I think I'm right on for my prediction. I think we're at the seventh seed right now. What I want to see is us get to six. That mm-hmm. I don't want to be in the play-in tournament. I want to get a series right off the bat. Yeah, that'd be amazing. And it's tough. I mean, you know, you're going to play a, a really good team. Like the the top three teams in the West are like in the top five teams in the league, you know? So we're in trouble. Um, but let's get there. Let's get there. Let's build some fucking confidence as a team. And can we dap up your we're guy? The, we're the 20, we're the, wait, we were like the third youngest team in the league, right? So we don't necessarily have to go out and trade everybody for Ben Simmons at this point. Let's get better organically with a new coach and improve and see if we can maybe get to five seed next year or four seed or just continue to get better on our own. I mean, the big, the big rumor literally better through this season. The big rumor is that the, the Sixers are going to hold on to Simmons whole year. Yeah. Okay? Because they don't like what they're getting and their offers well, no, that are whatever. But they think they already have a deal in place. Oh. And that's going to be in the summer. They're going to do a sign-in trade with free Harden. Agent. And yeah. so that Harden They're going to break up the Nets already? Yeah, Harden's a free agent. He wants Hilarious. to move on. Said. I think there's just not enough basketballs to go around with Kyrie and Harden and Durant. The team hasn't really gelled so like they guys thought. all need the ball a lot to be successful. So it sounds to me like Harden <laughs> is the guy and that – the Nets don't want to lose Harden for free, so they're going to sign him, trade him for Simmons. Harden is going to be the best player to ever never win a title, dude. Wait, He's a fucking loser. Hold on. So the Nets are going to have Kyrie and Simmons playing on the same team? Whatever. I, uh, let's, not, let's not break that down. Who cares? Um, I wanted to say one thing about the Wolves was, um, your Jim, your guy, uh, uh, D'Angelo Russell, with yeah. some like really like poignant leadership comments after like ant gets tossed for the flake or for the multiple texts and carl's losing his mind and and him just coming out and saying like you guys you've tried yelling at the referees and being obstinate and all Mm -hmm. that and it's not working let's let's do something different like let's just it feels like a totally different team shout out to eli friend of the pod listener um buddy old buddy mine brought me to the game the other day uh against the nets fucking cleaned up it it feels different in the arena the team looks different um like towns in that game did not like he had three points coming into the second half like what's going on but we were up and then the lead started to disappear and town stepped up and had 16 points in the fourth quarter to just seal the win no problem it does feel like multiple guys can step up and save the game for us now we've never had that yeah if kd was on I mean, not KD, but KG. KG was off. We lost the game. If Kevin Love was off, we lost the game. Now yeah. we have people that can step up and like multiple people can win. It's it's different. I just mean like from the mental aspect of like, don't get yeah. taken out of the game by the officials, you know? And I think hearing that from D'Angelo Russell has to make an impact on Carl of like, yeah, stay poised. You're going to get fucked over. <laughs> you're not, you're not one of the top five guys in the league. You're not going to get called. Yeah, and your Carl do, does need to grow up at some point because he is still the dude that argues with the refs. Dude, doesn't get back on defense. Yeah, he's been in it for seven years Tiki-tacky, now. Like, fucking enough. frustration fouls. Yeah, always. Yep. You're not Tim he's Duncan better, though. You're not Tim Duncan though. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you're not. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to be better. Like, just chill, chill. Take it, eat it, move on. 
You know what I mean? Yep. Live to play another day. Don't try and like solve the problem at that moment. So um, I'm incredibly excited by the Wolves. I know that the Wild is the ticket in town right now, um, but it's so fun to see them heading toward a playoff berth. I, I can't I wait. Don't, I don't know if the I mean the Wild is the ticket in town because they have the best record, but the NBA is significantly more popular. So you yeah. know if the Wolves did sneak into that sixth spot. I think that would be the ticket. I'd be crazy. All right, guys, that is all the time we have this week. Um, thanks for hanging out with us. Make sure you get signed up for our charity Royal Rumble. We'll be back with you guys next week. Thanks for hanging out with your friends here at the Nordy Podcast. <laughs>